0: Hello and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith, and I'm trying to not be too loud because the kiddos are sleeping and Aiden's room is right above me, so I'm going to try to keep it a little bit down today. Um, But I have some really exciting news. The Manifest It Now app is officially launched. It is in both the Apple App Store and Google Play. So you can find it by searching Manifest It Now. And if you go to manifestit.app, I will link that in the bio or not in the bio, whatever. This is an Instagram, this is a podcast. So I will link it in the show notes, manifestit.app and you'll get 60% off the premium portion of the app. So there is a ton of free content in the app. The premium gives you access to everything inside the app, all of the courses, all of the live uh, Q&A stuff, the stuff that we're doing in the inner tribe, you get access to all of it at 60% off during launch. So it's a limited time only and it will be grandfathered in. So when I do raise the app price, you will keep your 60% off price as long as you're subscribed. So head to manifested.app. And check it out. And I think you're going to absolutely love it. I have an entire subliminal library, which is a game changer. Um, I started listening to those a couple of months ago. I started creating them and making it a part of my daily routine. And I feel like things have been happening on such a different level than I've ever experienced in my life before. It's just like when you hear people say um, a quantum shift. Like, that's what I've been experiencing. Um, completely effortless manifesting, no barriers, no hard work. It's just like I, I've stepped into the next version of myself. And I really do think that it's because of these subliminals and letting them do the hard work of reprogramming my subconscious so that I don't have to worry about it. And I don't have all these crazy beliefs that are constantly getting in the way. Anyhow, I could go on a tangent all day long about subliminals, but that's actually not what we're going to talk about today. Today, I wanted to talk to you about just the whole abundance mindset and how lately I have been receiving so many signs that are clearly telling me that I need to level up my mindset and I need to level up my abundance and what I am willing to accept in my life, what I'm willing to receive in life. So I wanted to give you some examples of things that have been happening to me recently because maybe they've been happening to you. I'm sure they've happened to you at some point or another in your life. And this may be a sign that it's time for you to take things to the next level and just bring some awareness to the fact that maybe you are blocking abundance and it's because you're focusing on scarcity. And so that's what I've realized with some certain things in my life. So first of all, around Christmas time, uh, Alexis, my my 12-year-old daughter, she gave me her Christmas list and one of the things was that she wanted a hoodie from Hollister. And if you guys have ever shopped there, I personally think it's like such a ripoff. <laughs> it's like 50 bucks or 75 bucks or something for like just a average hoodie um but anyhow that's what she wanted and I was at the mall and I looked in Hollister and I didn't really see anything that jumped out at me and then I was walking past Aero Pastel which is basically like the cheaper version of a Hollister and they had hoodies for eleven ninety nine, and I was like oh my god like I can't pass that up that's such a good deal so I bought two of them and packed them away and no I didn't keep the receipt because I never keep the receipt for anything um I don't know why well I do know why I just like hate having clutter and I guess growing up I my parents always had like receipts and just little pieces of paper and clutter all over the house and it drove me crazy and um Now, I just, I hate that shit. I hate it. So I immediately throw receipts out. I love the stores that give you the option of just hitting no receipt so you could save paper, but anyhow, didn't save the receipt. So she tries on the hoodies and they don't fit. They're too small because their sizes are freaking weird at that store. And we go to bring it back to exchange it for a bigger size and they wouldn't let her. Um... And I just was flabbergasted. I'm like, she literally wants to go and just grab a bigger size of the same hoodie. Like, she's not trying to exchange it for a newer hoodie or anything like that. Like, she just needs the next size up, and they would not let her do it. And it was this whole ordeal. So basically, like, the hoodies are worthless. Like, she can't wear them, they're too small. And so, here, like, thinking, oh, I'm getting such a good deal. I'm saving money by getting this cheap ass hoodie. I really just basically flushed $12 down the toilet because the hoodies, she can't wear them and they have horrible customer service, which is very typical of like, um, stores like that, that have really lower priced, uh, clothing. I know a lot of those stores seem to have like strange return policies. Um, so basically I didn't save money at all. I wasted money and now We have to go and get her a hoodie she can actually wear. So I'm going to spend the money anyways at a store like Hollister. So that was the first thing. The next thing was Dustin and I went to the beach on Friday to go meet a friend that was in town from Chicago. And we always park. Every time we go to the beach, we park in the same parking garage. It's just convenient. It's right there. It's shaded so the car doesn't get all hot. And for some reason, he starts driving around, and we decide that we're gonna park in this other parking lot that's not a garage. It's just like a parking lot, and it was cheaper. And I remember we parked like right in front of the parking meter, and I remember like paying and printing out the ticket just in case. Like, I always print out the ticket so I have it, Um, even though I don't keep receipts, but I do keep parking (laughs) receipts. I know it's weird, but whatever. So we pay for this parking and it was cheaper. It was, I don't even know. Maybe we saved like eight bucks. And we go to this restaurant and blah, blah, blah. And then our friends get there like quite a bit later. And we were on Clearwater Beach at Frenchies. There's like three Frenchies on Clearwater Beach. And they went to the one on the total opposite side of the beach. So instead of walking, we're like, let's just drive down there. So we go to get in our car and our car is gone. And when we went to that parking lot, the parking lot was packed. When we went back, the parking lot was empty. And the Clearwater Parking Police were there and I'm like, what the heck? And they're like, it wasn't us. This is a private lot, but they just basically towed everyone's cars away. And I'm like, but I paid. Like I literally saved my parking ticket. I have it right here. It's like, we're still within the time limit. And they said, what meter or what ticket booth thing did you use? So I showed it to them and they were like, that's the parking meter for the street. For this parking lot, you have to like download this app and pay for it through the app. And I was like, well, how am I supposed to know that? Like, how would I know to download this app? And they were like, oh, there's like a sign. There was like a sign somewhere, apparently. So anyhow, like I'm convinced that the whole thing was, is purposely designed this way and set up as a scam so that they can make 150 bucks off of each car by towing them. But long story short, in order to save $8, we ended up spending $150 because our car got towed. And not only that, I couldn't end up meeting my friend because we then had to go get an Uber course there was no uber on the beach and then we had to like take the uber all the way to this tow truck place and um so basically i spent way more in trying to save so i'm like okay there right there is like another sign that we should have just splurged and spent the extra eight dollars and had a nice front row garage spot in a in a shaded area um And so it's just that whole idea of spending a buck to save a penny. So when that happened, I started taking a look at it. And I'm like, all right, this has happened twice in one week. What is this trying to tell me? And I realized I still have limiting beliefs that I am operating off of from my childhood. Because my dad is like the king of spending a buck to save a penny. Um, You know, he's the type of person that would like drive around looking for cheaper gas but like spending more in gas by driving around looking for cheaper gas if that makes sense or um, doing it himself instead of hiring someone to fix something in the house he'll go out and spend hundreds of dollars on like tools and all the things he needs and do it himself thinking he's saving money but he's really in the long run like spending money and The way that I look at it too is like time is your most valuable resource and that's what I always try to explain to him if he would instead use that time to get another client he could be making thousands of dollars but instead he's so like hell-bent on saving 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever it is that he'll do it himself and give up hours and hours and hours of his life because of course it takes him a lot longer than it takes someone who's like absolutely specialized in whatever the issue is. So anyhow, this is just, it's a limiting belief that I've grown up with my entire life and I thought that I've dealt with it, but this was evidence that I'm clearly not like, I'm clearly still doing things in my life to try and save a buck and it ends up costing me more in the long run. And so this year I want to, just disprove that belief and just say, you know what? I'm worth it. I am worth spending that extra $8 and getting the parking that is convenient and easy and that I can trust. That's not going to tow my car away. Um, I am worth it and my daughter is worth it to get the freaking Hollister hoodie instead of the cheap Aero Pastel one that doesn't fit right because their sizes are weird and then they don't return it. Um... And another example of this, and this is going way back because then, of course, I went down the rabbit hole and started looking at all of the examples in my life where I've done this. I'm just like, holy crap. Like, I didn't even realize that this limiting belief has been like running. But um, when I was younger, when I was in high school, I used to always get these super cheap purses at Kohl's. And I had to replace them like literally every month, every 30 to 45 days, I would have to go to Kohl's and buy a new purse. And they were always like 30 bucks. And the reason I had to buy a new purse is because I would buy these cheap purses and then the zipper would break or the strap would break or something would rip. And so I was basically spending like $30 every month getting a purse. And then my grandma for Christmas bought me a coach purse and that freaking thing lasted me all through college. And then after college, when I just decided I wanted to upgrade, I was able to sell it and get money for it. And then I got a new coach purse. And this was like a I don't know, three or four hundred dollar purse. And I my lip gloss exploded in the freaking brand new coach purse that I got. And so I'm like, oh my God, I am keeping it because I spent all this money. I'm freaking using it. I don't care if it's stained with lip gloss. So I did my best to clean it up. And then we were in Vegas for a trip and my friend wanted to go in their coach store there. So I was like, oh, well, while I'm in here, I'm going to ask her how I can get this lip gloss stain out. So I asked the girl at coach, I'm like, hey, my lip gloss exploded. I spent spent all this money on this purse. Um, What can I do? Can I send it in? Can you guys clean it? Like, how do I fix this? And she was like, well, I mean, we can send it in and they will like ship it back to you. But then you're without your purse all week. She's like, why don't we like she checked the code like inside the purse to verify that it was authentic. And then she's like, why don't we just replace it? And she's like, you can replace it with whatever you want. She's like, so this was a $400 bag. Go and pick out another purse in the store for $400. And I was like, let me get this straight. I am handing you a stained purse that is destroyed from my lip gloss. And you're going to let me just pick out a brand new bag and take it with me, even if it's not the same one. I could pick out like a newer one that just came out this month that's the same price. And she was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And I'm like, all this time that I was spending all this money on these cheap Kohl's purses that I didn't even like and here like I could could have just bought one good high quality purse and it would have lasted me years years and I still have those bags like Alexis now has them because they're still like in mint condition the things are freaking good quality and so now with purses and with shoes I splurge and I buy the higher quality knowing that Um, it's, it's going to last forever. And the service you get is spectacular. Um, but with clothes and with parking spaces and some of these other things, I didn't even realize that I was still going about it with the scarcity mindset of, oh, I can save $5. I could save 20 bucks. And what this taught me this week is there's, it's very rarely actually saving me. And I think about, I went in my closet and I looked at all of the clothes I have and I cannot tell you how many cheap ass clothes I have bought just because they were on sale, just because they were cheap and I never wear them. Never wear them and they just end up in a pile for goodwill. And if I would have just instead... Instead of buying, you know, 15 super cheap shirts that I never wear, if I would have just taken that money and bought one really nice shirt that I absolutely love, that would have saved me money. That would have been better. That I would have gotten more use out of it. It would have brought more value into my life. And so I had to remind myself that I am worth it. I I am worth spending money on myself. I am worth upgrading and getting the higher quality and I don't have to nickel and dime everything. I don't have to worry about saving a penny and when I worry about saving a penny, it usually ends up costing me a buck. So I wanted to share that with you because I think this is very common. I think this is part of the way we grow up. You know, I really do. I think in our society... You know, we're, we're taught from our parents and from a, a bunch of other people who are middle class and stuck in the middle class and their parents were from the middle class. And so we're just taught to pinch pennies and instead we could be focusing on how could I instead invest a little bit more and get more out of it. So that's where I'm at. I hope it inspires you to level up your money mindset. Um, Inside the app, I have a 21-day challenge. It's called From Lack to Abundance. And it basically, every day for 21 days, helps you um, do these practices to help you shift your money mindset. And the thing with these limiting beliefs, as, as you can tell from what I just told you, is they're not a one and done. It's not like you just listen to an affirmation and the limiting belief is just poof, it's gone, it's never coming back. These beliefs have been running our life for decades. And so it doesn't disappear overnight. You can do a lot of work on it and then it can show up again um, the next time you up level or you're getting ready to up level, which is what's happening right now to me. And so this is why you need to take manifesting not as a one and done, but as a habit as a part of your lifestyle and continuously feed your subconscious the things that you want it to believe so that you can up-level your life. And so things in this app, like the subliminals, like the challenge, if you can listen to these over time, repetition is key and eventually you'll start to upgrade your mindset you'll start to disprove these limiting beliefs. Your subconscious will start to take on new beliefs. And then as you up-level your life and new limiting beliefs come up, you can do it again. And it's just a continuous process. And every time you want to up-level, you have all of the tools at your disposal to do that. So like I said, check out the app. You can search for it in the app store. It's called Manifest It Now. Um, If you click the link in the show notes, you get the 60% off. And let me know what you want to see in the app because I want to curate it based on what you want to need. And so um, I sent out a survey the other day, but you can always DM me on Instagram at Law of Attraction Tribe and just tell me like, hey, I have an idea for the app. Um, we're gonna start a book club inside the app in February, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. We're gonna start with the book The Magic, um, which is such a fun book. It's a 28 day book where every day there's a new practice, um, and. That That book freaking changed my life that was when I a lot of big things happened when I moved to Florida got a new job like a whole bunch of things so I really want to do that again and just see because I know it will kind of like uh catapult me into that next level so we're going to be doing that in February but any other suggestions that you have for the app I'm all ears because I really want to make it based on what you guys need All right. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. I so appreciate you tuning in. I'm sending so much love and gratitude and I'll see you guys back here next week.